Welcome to the Coffee and Chat Boxes Podcast. Episode 24, my name is Richard Spencer, of course, and thank you again for joining me this week. And what we're going to talk about, of course, we're going to talk about enjoying life and getting things done. I'm sitting down in my office. I got my cup of coffee in my hand. I got my weekly learning book. Well, not my weekly learning book, but uh, a book called The High Performance Planner in which I use every day and every week and every month to kind of plan out my life and the things that I want to accomplish. And we're going to talk a little bit about my week. I like to review my week in different aspects. So I'm going to give you a little glimpse of what's going on in my life because it's always good to review life and see what direction you're going, seeing some of the positive things that's happening in your life and see some of the negative things that might be happening. And of course, always kind of correcting those negative things and just trying to become better, better day by day, week by week, month by month, by month and of course, year by year. So let's jump into it. I want to talk real quick about this coffee. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name, honestly, because the way I pronounced that last one, it was horrible. And I'm sorry for that. <laughs> uh, but this cup of coffee is from Blue Bottle again. Um, it's from Kenya. It's really good. This is my first taste of it. I have taste of uh, pomela, uh, black cherry, and white tea, according to Blue Bottle. It's really good. It's really smooth, really soothing. Um, I don't think I ever had any bad coffee from Blue Bottle, of course, because they are amazing. But I also have a, a simple mug in my hand, black and white, very simple. And it just simply says hubby. You know, my wife got this for me. And I want to give her a shout out again. Like she is just one of the toughest, one of the strongest, one of the smartest ladies, one of the smartest people. Forget trying to put a classification on it. She's one of the toughest and smartest uh, people that I've seen um, in my life. I'm really thankful. I'm really lucky to have her in my life. So uh, shout out to my wife, Stephanie, and uh, keep doing your thing, girl. You're doing amazing. So let's talk about let's talk about my my week. My week has been somewhat interesting. A lot of cool stuff happening, I guess. Um, so the first question out of the high performance planner that I want to answer it says uh, the three great things that happened to me last week were. So one of the things that happened to me that I was somewhat excited about was that uh, I decided to try a new gym to work out. Um, I normally go to the Y and the Y is amazing. They always have some cool classes that you can go to. But the type of workout that I'm doing right now, I need a barbell. I do a lot of squats. I do a lot of deadlifts. I do a lot of uh, push presses, all kind of crazy stuff that you do with uh, free weights. And I normally get up around. 5 in the morning to go get pumping that iron. Um, I try to do it sometimes at nighttime, but man, it's something about waking up early, exercising, and then just getting ready and then go to, going to work. Like it just provides like an extra boost. You know what I mean? Like that extra confidence, that extra energy that can get me going through the day. So, but I decided to go to Gold's Gym just to try it out. Um, and they have like five racks that I can use. So it's a lot easier for me to get in and get out without having to worry about somebody using a thing 
that I needed to use. What else great happened? Let me think. Let me think. Um, well, one thing that's going to happen tonight, actually, and I'm going to consider that part of the week is I'm going to play some video games with my homies. Me and my boys from college, we actually met together. We, we used to stay in the same apartment complex. But the thing that brought us together was this old school game called Halo. And every Friday night, we used to get together from like 8 p.m. to like 2 a.m. in the morning. Just playing Halo, just having a time of our life. And as we got older, you know, like 10, 15 years after that time, um, it's been tough. Like we all got Xbox Ones. We always try to get together, but we rarely, rarely get to play the way that we used to play because we got kids now. We got uh, jobs now. We got careers going on. We just got life. You know, that's the thing about getting older. Life just kind of transitions you away from what you normally do. And sometimes that's cool. Sometimes that's really good. Like sometimes we need to go from a negative environment to a, re- a really positive environment. It seems like for us, we went from a positive environment to a positive and productive environment. And we, because of that productivity, we can't play games the way that we used to. But tonight, we actually are going to play a game called Apex Legends. It's a shooting game. We're, we're really big in the shooting game. So I'm really excited about that. And the way that you know that times have changed is that back in the day, they, they would just come to my apartment, knock on the door, come in, and we'll play video games. But for this, we, we actually had to use Google Calendar to schedule this time for us. And the only time that we had to play is at 10 p.m. tonight. So that just shows you progress, right? Like, I hate the fact that I can't play video games as much as I used to. But even now when I do, I feel like I feel good when I'm playing it, but I also feel guilty because there's something I could do as far as being productive and moving my career and my profession going forward. But either way, I'm looking to, I'm looking forward to tonight to chill out with my boys and play Apex Legends. So let's move on to some more questions from the learning review. Um, it's a good bit, maybe I think five questions. I'm going to skip all the way to one that I have a really good answer for. And that's uh, what did I learn about others? What did I learn from my partner, from loved ones, from friends, coworkers, etc.? So I really like this question because it gives me an opportunity to shout out to one of my coworkers. His name is Chris Gonzalez. I hope I said it right, Chris. But we also call him Chris Guns because he's like, out of all of the, the, the people in my job, he's the most one, he's the one closest to like a bodybuilder. So we call him Chris Guns because he got some, some muscle. But I'm coming for you, Chris. I've been working out lately. I got you. But anyway, my man stayed up for about 21, 22, 23 hours working on this project. So within my company, we have a a competition for the developers. The company gives you 24 hours to come up with an idea for a software that you want to create. And they also give you those 24 hours to actually build it out and present it to the company. So normally you have a team in order to do this. So the teams can be anywhere from three, four, five, um, up to six or seven people for a team. And last year, my group, we won it. We won. It was a prize. It was a prize. I forgot how much it was. Well, I do know how much it was, but I'm not going <laughs> to disclose that. But anyway, it was fun. 
It was fun. I stayed up. They give you 24 hours, but I actually stayed up like 36 hours. So I stayed up like, I forgot what time I woke up, but I woke up about six hours before it started. And I stayed up for about six more hours after it ended. And that was one of the most tiring times of my life. Um, but I don't regret it. It was an amazing opportunity to share my talents and my team's talents. And we actually won one of the prizes. But my man, he went in by himself. Like all of the other people that normally will be on his team, we kind of backed out. Like for me, my focus is, is really on this podcast and really on my family and really becoming more of a public speaker in which I will talk about more in a minute. So I didn't want to and I didn't feel comfortable dedicating 24 hours to this. But my man went all in and did his absolute best. He had a great presentation. Uh, he came up with a cool concept by himself and, and did it. And he just, to me, it really showed me that, that he's fearless for the most part, right? Like, you know, this is a team event and you still going to come in by yourself and do your best and put yourself on a line and represent the company, represent the teammates that wasn't there for him. And, uh, he did this thing. I'm so proud of him. Like, I was able to see him grow. Like he's kind of new to the team. He'd been here for, I think a year, two years. I can't remember. Um, but just to see his growth, not only as a developer, but as a person, as a man, um, it's really exciting. He gets me really motivated and helps me kind of take a look back at myself and see some of the things that I can improve as a person. So shout out to Muhammad, man. I, I learned that, that he's fearless. I learned that he would go all out. Uh, no matter what the odds are against him. So we all can take something from that, I believe. All right, folks, I want to move in to the main topic for this week. And I call this topic Becoming a Genius. Once again, we're going through the book called The Obstacle is the Way. And the chapter that we are talking about this week is called Think Different. So I want to talk about becoming a genius. So I, I know that sounds funny, right? Like how in the world can you become a genius? Like aren't you normally uh, born as a genius? Like don't, don't you normally uh, like realize that you're a genius, not actually make yourself one? But before I talk about becoming a genius, I want to define the word genius. Because when you speak English and all of Americans or anybody in the world that speak English, you realize quickly enough that words can often have overloaded definitions, right? Like there's always a, a chance in which you hit a word and it can have like three or four different definitions. And that comes with words and that also comes with, with phrases like, for example, um, what's up? That's one of my favorite uh, phrases in the world. What's up? And that can mean a whole bunch of stuff, right? That can mean like, hey, what's up, man? Like, how you doing? Are you good? All right, cool, cool, cool. Or it could be like, what's up? Like, what's your problem with me? Like, what's going on? Do we need to do something? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it could both be a positive phrase and a negative phrase uh, all in one. It just depends on how you say it and who says it. But now I want to get our definition from a guy named F. Scott Fitzgerald. And in the book, F. Scott Fitzgerald says that genius is the ability to put into effect what is in your mind. 
There's no other definition of it. So let's break that down. Fitzgerald says that genius is the ability to put into effect what is in your mind. So when I read that, I automatically see like two components to being a genius. The first part is, uh, let's skip the beginning of the sentence. The first part that I see is the mind. In order to be a genius, it starts with your mind. It starts with your thoughts. It starts with your creativity. And then finally, it ends with the ability to put into effect. It means that we have to have the ability to manifest our thoughts, to manifest our dreams and our goals and our creativity into the world. You see, it's not enough to have awesome thoughts, to have crazy cool business ideas or or dreams or goals. And it only stays in your mind. Like it's, it's too, it's too restricted. If that's the case, what we have to do in order to become geniuses is to find creative and innovative and amazing ways to put our thoughts into the world, to actually change the physical space, the physical world with our mental, with our thoughts, with our ideas. So let's dive a little bit deeper. And we talk about the mind. So this chapter starts off with one of my favorite guys in the world. Like, if you know me, you know that I absolutely love Apple. Like, I think it's about a year and a half ago that I came to. I became peaceful with the thought that I'm an Apple fanboy. Now, I am a fair fanboy. Like, I like Android. I like other devices. Right. Well, when it comes down to it, I I love the creativity. I love the products. I love some of the things that Apple stands for. So, of course, Steve Jobs is one of the guys that I like to hear from because to me. He's a great example of how you can have thoughts and you can have creativity, you can have ideas and then manifest it to the world for the people to experience. So anyway, the book says that. Steve Jobs was famous for what observers calls his reality distortion field. And I remember hearing this uh, a lot in one of the, the biographies that he has. So with this reality distortion field, like he has a way, he had a way to, to push you, to, to, to motivate you, um, to increase your ambition, to create things, to go beyond things that we, that we thought was possible at the moment. Like, Truth be told, from my understanding of Steve Jobs, he hated the phrase that it can't be done or we need more time or we don't see how this can happen. With him, he 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 had this idea that if you have vision and if you have work ethic, that a lot of life can be changed. A lot of things that that we think is impossible can happen. The book also says that that he knew that to aim low meant to accept mediocrity, but to aim high and if things work out the way that he hoped or we hoped that it would, uh, you could create extraordinary stuff. So to me, when, when I look back at that, that, that means it, that he had unbelievable confidence, not only in himself, but into other people that they can accomplish things that others seem impossible. 
And when I look back at my life, like from kindergarten all the way up to, I want to say sixth or seventh grade, I had that type of confidence. Like you couldn't tell me nothing in the world that I couldn't do. A good example of that is third grade, right? Like third grade was one of my favorite times of my life. That was when we learned how to do multiplication, right? How many of y'all remember the multiplication tables and learning how to do three plus three? My favorite was 12 times 12. That's 144, right? That's one of the, one of the ones that I kind of remember. 12 times 10, nine times five. So in my third grade class, we always had those competitions in which you come up one by one and the teacher would say, what's 15 times 18? Boom. You got you to gotta hit this buzzer. Boom. And then you got to answer it. I was absolutely amazing. Like, I'm 38 years old right now, right? And that was, how long was that? That was at least 20, 28, 29, 27 years ago. I think I was undefeated at that. I really do. I'm trying to remember a time in which I lost. I don't. I don't. I do not think I don't think I lost so at that time my confidence was was high it was amazing much like Steve Jobs nothing could be impossible nothing was impossible to me I didn't need more time whatever I needed to get done I could get done it was just no question that I could do anything that I could possibly want to do and part of that was because of my upbringing for my mom part of that is just the DNA that is within me but at that time I remember that there was nothing it was nothing I couldn't do. But now I'm looking back and I'm saying like, man, like each time I get a review, like, like a, a job review, you know, one of those things that, you know, they talk about some of the good things you do, some of the bad things you do. Each time I get one of those things, they be like, you got amazing talent. Like you can communicate well with others. You're a great teammate. And they'd be like, OK, what can you improve on? And it's always confidence, like being confident in what you say, being confident in what you do. And each time I hear that, I'm like, yeah, that's right. Like, what is it? Like, what, what happened? What happened between being in kindergarten and sixth grade to, to now? Like, how can this super confident person become this guy that, yeah, he got some confidence. He got some some confidence, right? I'm not like super duper shy or anything like that, but why don't you always believe in yourself the way that you should? And when I look back at it, and, and I don't want to put blame on other people, right? But the world has a way to kind of to kind of push your ideas down, to kind of push you down, to kind of push put you in a place, kind of put you in a slot in this world, right? So many people tell us to be realistic, tell us to be conservative, uh, tell us not to kind of be abnormal. You know, they want you to fall in line. They want you to behave the way others behave. They want you to think the way others think. They don't want you to be super confident because they don't want you to be cocky, right? That's part of it. The people, the world. But then, once that happens, something changes in us, right? Like, not only do we have to deal with negativity within the world coming in, but as a negativity, as people push negative stuff into you, your inner thoughts, your, your inner voice start expressing its own doubts. Like, 
man, you're not that good, right? Like, you're not the greatest teacher in the world. You're not the smartest guy in the world. You got this big book to read. You can't read all of that. You can't read that book and understand it. You're a singer, right? You're an artist. You, you can't sing like Beyonce. You can't sing like your friend that's sitting next to you. You can't do things like that. So now we, we have two battles. We have two people we have to fight. We have the world which is telling us to fall in line. You're not special. You're not what people call a snowflake. You're not different than anybody else. We have, you have to deal with that. But then you have to deal with yourself. Like it's, it's a two front battle that we have to fight in order to become geniuses. In order to believe in the thoughts that we have. In order to believe in the dream that we have. In order to believe that we can start a business. Or that we can become a, 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 a artist. That we could become a, an effective teacher. We have two battles to fight. We have to fight the outside negativity. And we also have to fight the inside negativity. So no wonder, right? No wonder this, this cool, funny kid named Richard Spencer. Um, super confident kid becomes this. 38-year-old, talented, funny, I'm funny, funny, um, nice kid that doesn't always have the most confidence in himself. It's kind of sad, honestly, how those things happen. So that's why we shouldn't listen too closely to what other people have to say about our dreams. I know a lot of people in the world say, you know, don't share your dream with other people, you know, don't put it out in the world. And I, I could kind of see why. They say that because when you do that in a way, you are inviting negativity. You are inviting doubts. But even if you do that, you know what? You are showing doubt yourself. You're showing that. Yeah, I might kind of believe in my dream, but I don't want to share it with others because I don't believe I have it within me to fight against the doubts that other people have. See, that's a cool thing about Steve Jobs. Like, everybody, I won't say everybody, so many people told him no. When, when the iPhone first came out, I think it was in 2007, there were so many people that was negative against the iPhone. So many people said that it was a flop. So many people said it would not achieve the success that uh, Steve Jobs and Apple wanted. I mean, they, they actually got videos of people laughing at him, laughing at the idea of the iPhone. But that didn't stop him. He did not, he did not let negativity, negativity stop him. So I don't think that not telling people your dreams and your goals is the, is the way to go. I think the way to go is to achieve confidence, to, to believe in the dream. To say, hey, you know what? You can bring on those negativities, but I believe in myself enough to fight against that, even when it gets hard, even when it seems like I might fail. And all it all comes down to our perception. Like, perception is how we view reality. And our perception can either boost our ability. Or it could limit our ability to achieve our dreams and our goals. So the action to take when it comes to the mind is to one, 
That's we program ourselves to not allow others or ourselves to say that something is not possible. We have to overcome those two things. We have to overcome the world and we have to overcome that inner voice. Think about it like negativity from other people and from inside is, is not reality. Like we can overcome those things like the things that we want to do. We can do them for one. Ninety nine percent of the time it has been done before. A good example. And I was going to talk about it a little bit later, but right now I'm going through that same thing. So I've been doing coffee and chop <laughs> coffee and chip boxes for over a, a year now. And it's been great. I've been loving it. I've been learning so much from it. I've been getting some feedback from mother and it's been amazing. Um, the feedback that I'm getting. But I want to do more. I want one. I want this coffee and chip boxes podcast to grow. I want to get over how many? I don't know. 10, 15, 20,000 weekly listeners to the coffee and chip boxes podcast, because I believe that I can learn and then I can share the things that I'm learning when it comes to um, living a productive and enjoyable life. But I also want to become a public speaker. I want this. It's crazy. Okay. I, I want to go out and I want to travel the world and I want to talk to people and I want to share some of my ideas of how to live life, how to be productive, how to achieve greatness, how to grow, like how to grow. How can we grow as individuals? How can we become better people? How can we become a better citizens? How can we become, become happy, joyful? Productive, all of those good things. I want to do that. So lately, I've been putting myself out there on Instagram mainly, like posting quotes, posting videos, doing all kinds of stuff that I've never done before. And you know what? It's been scary. Like, no question about it. It has been scary. And while I haven't received any negative feedback from the outside world, there are times in which I go to sleep at night and I'm thinking, like, man, Are people looking at me crazy? Do people think I'm a fool right now? Do people think, you know, that I don't know what I'm talking about right now? For one, those questions can't be answered right now. So they don't really matter. And number two, if I want to achieve the goal that I have, my perception needs to change. It needs to boost my ability, not limit my ability. And in order to do that, there's so many ways that we could do that. We can uh, meditate. Meditation is a big, big, big part of my life. Um, If you want to learn more about meditation, I would download this app called Headspace or Calm, C-A-L-M. I use both and they've been amazing in helping me meditate, how to live in a moment and not worry about the past or, or, or the future. Um, exercising can help just living in the moment, just being in the moment and not worrying about negativity, but actually working, thinking and putting yourself out in the world. And the last part of that quote, let me, let me, you know what? Let me read that quote again, because it's just too good to only hear it once. It says that genius is the ability to put into effect what is in your mind. 
There's no other definition of it. So we talked about the mind. You got to have something in your mind to put into effect. Now we're going to talk about ability, the ability to put it into effect. And the things about ability is you have to work at it. This is one of the biggest things that I have learned in life that you have to work at your ability to manifest your thoughts, to manifest your dreams, to manifest your ideas. So dreams and goals and ideas are awesome. It's amazing. Keep working at them. Keep thinking about them. Be creative at them. But we will never reach the level of genius without making those thoughts a reality. We have to put forth effort. So I've been working uh, for this company called Mirvira, man, for almost, I think four years, three or four years now. And the two, the two co-founders is uh, Tommy Wofford and Andrew Duke. And they sold the company. It got acquired. They did a lot of good ideas. But the thing about them is that they, are, they have great ideas, right? They got good thoughts. They, they think of ideas. They put it in action. But where they come at, what, to me, their secret power is the ability to work. The ability to put in sweat, to put in effort, to put in time, to actually go all out so they can have the ability to put into effect what they have in their mind. And if I had to sum up for me the last five to 10 years of things that have changed in my life, it's that. The fact that you have to put in work in order to become a genius. See, a lot of people that I, I'm around, a lot of, not a lot, a few people that I'm around, the people that I listen to, uh, some of them say that, that dreams doesn't work, that goals doesn't work, that um, having a plan doesn't work. I want to kind of flip that up a little bit. I want to say that not working doesn't work. <laughs> now, what does that mean? That means that you have the dreams, you have the goals, you have the ideas. That is like a blueprint for life. That is the ideas. That is the things that you should follow. But if you don't put in work, if you don't put in energy, if you don't put in time, those dreams, those goals, those ideas, they cannot be manifested. It's not that goal developing doesn't work. It's not that dreaming of what you want to be one day doesn't work. What doesn't work is not working. What doesn't work is just having a, a dream and not working. And that's the thing that I'm learning when it comes to um, public speaking. Or in this case, the Coffee and Chip Bosses podcast. Recording the podcast is important. There's no question about that. But to get to that level that I want to get to, I have to do way more than that. There's this thing called marketing, right? I have to put forth effort into marketing. Who knows what Coffee and Chip Bosses is if I don't tell the world what Coffee and Chip Bosses is? So there's a guy named Gary Vee, one of the superheroes when it comes to entrepreneurship and social media. He says something about 
social media. He said one thing that he says that, you know, if you want to get your name out there, you have to be posting at least six or seven times a day. And truth to be told, up until last week or so, I would post maybe once or twice a month. Like, my dream of making coffee and chip boxes well known, that would not happen. That cannot happen if I don't put the put forth the effort in promoting coffee and chip boxes. It would not work for me to become a public speaker if I don't become public. <laughs> if you think about it, it just makes sense. Like to be a public speaker, I have to be public. I have to reach out to people. I have to share my ideas. I have to talk. I have to network. There's so many things that I have to do. So what about you? What 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 do you want to do? Like, let's start with the mind. First step, what do you want to do? Who do you want to become? What company do you want to create? What songs do you want to make? As an artist, what do you want to paint? What do you want to draw? As a software developer, what company do you want to work for? As a business person, do you want to become the vice president? Do you want to become the CEO? Like, there's so many types of dreams and goals that we have that we can achieve. So first step, what do you want to do? Number two, work on your mindset. Work on your mindset. Don't let the world tell you no. Don't let the world tell you that it can't happen. Don't let yourself tell you that it can't happen. I hate to say it, man, but you can actually be your worst enemy. Like we always talk about haters, right? Interesting. We always use the word haters. But anytime we talk about the word hater, we talk about the external world. But if we really dug deep, we might realize that the hater might be us. That we might be the one that's doubting ourselves. That we might be the one that might be hating on our dream or our goal. Like you ever told yourself like, I'm not smart enough to do this. Like, I'm not smart enough to learn. You ever told yourself, I'm too tired to do this. I don't have enough time. Oh man, have you ever told yourself, I don't have time to work on XYZ. And XYZ is a, a, a thing that you can do to get you to the next level of your dream or your goals. Have you ever told yourself that? If you have, you, you, you might be a hater. <laughs> you, you, might be, you might be a hater of your dream and your goal because you are in control of your time, right? Like, like look at me. Like, and and I'm going to just be frank with you. I, I have a... A job that requires eight, nine, ten hours a day working. I have two wonderful, wonderful girls that I need to spend time with. I have a wife that's amazing that I need to spend time with. But I still find time to exercise because I know I need energy in order to achieve the goals that I have. I still find time to record this podcast because I know that I am destined to do this. I am destined to become a public speaker. You have to make time. You might have to put Netflix down. I might have to put down video games. I might. There's so many things that we have to sacrifice, right? But if you want it, you, you will find time. No question about it. If you want it, go get it. 
And then finally, let's manifest our dreams into the world. The world deserves what we have to get it. Like, I thought about this last night and it kind of it kind of blew my mind. Right. Like. And here it goes. Like. If you don't put in the time and effort. To achieve your goals. You will never live the life that you are destined to live. And if you never live the life that you're destined to live. You might be the one preventing someone else from living a life that they are destined to live. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that my dreams and goals of becoming a public speaker, of becoming a a known podcaster, that gives me the ability and the opportunity to affect others and make them motivated, to let them know that they have genius in them and all they have to do is manifest the ideas and the dreams that they have. Me, not achieving success can actually prevent another person from achieving their success. And that's you too. If you're a parent, if, if, if you are a teacher, your students, your kids, they deserve for you to go all out on your dreams because your success plays a huge role in those kids' success. If you're a manager of people, oh man, You have to go all out and become the best manager that you can be because you have a direct impact on the career of others. So we have to succeed. It's a necessity, not only for ourselves, but for those around us. Move negativity from our minds. We have to put forth the effort to succeed. Because if we don't, we prevent others from doing the same. So let's become geniuses. Let's have thoughts. Let's have dreams. Let's have goals. Let's have ideas. Let's be creative. And let's manifest that stuff into the world. Let's impact our family for the next 20 years. Let's impact the people that we love for the next 20 years. So man, that's all I got for this week. It got a little deep. (laughs) So uh, thank you so much again for joining me. I'm looking forward to talking to you all again next week. And if you haven't yet, follow me on Instagram. Just look me up, Richard Spencer. Or if you want to look up coffee and chat boxes, I'm going to be super duper active on there. Let's let's share our thoughts. Let's let's talk. Let's 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 put our dreams out into the world and make this thing happen. So. Thank you again for joining me and I'll see you all again next week.